hey photographer, welcome to the Bookmark Clients Photography Podcast. Do you want to learn how to market your business and have consistent bookings? Do you search for how to get your name out there and attract quality clients? Do you feel lonely and frustrated when you scroll through social media and comparison takes over again? Hey, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I too was trying to build my photography business while working a full-time job and trying to be an intentional wife and mama of two. I wanted to feel confident in my work, have a fully booked calendar, and grow my photography business from part-time to full-time so I could leave my teaching job and have more freedom with my family. But I believed that I wasn't good enough and couldn't do it in the mama cracks of my day, which kept me stuck for far too long. I finally decided to take matters into my own hands by getting out of my own way, investing in mentors, and not being afraid to fail forward. You don't have to stay stuck trying to figure it all out. I teach you how to build a profitable photography business through business tips, marketing strategies, and mindset tools. Charge your camera batteries and grab your coffee. It's time to ditch the excuses and book more clients. Have you ever said, if I just had more time, I would fill in the blank? I recently asked a group of photographers what was keeping them from reaching their biggest goals, and this was their answer. They just needed more time. But here's the deal. There isn't any more time to give. It's cliche, but yet true when we say we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So what do we do if we feel like we need more time? Well, in today's episode, that's what I want to chat about. How do you come up with more time? Is it more time that we actually figure out or is there a way to become the master of your time. So that is what we're going to dive in into today. And I have a couple of key shifts that I want you to make in your mindset today as we go through these things. And I'm also going to leave you with three ways to become a master of your time beginning right now today. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. So first I want to talk about two key shifts that I want you to make in your mindset when it comes to time today. The first one is this. Instead of wishing that you could find more time or that the white space in your calendar is going to start finding you, I want you to become the master of your time. And I'm going to give you practical ways that you can actually do this. Because here's the thing. We do all have the same 24 hours in a day. The difference is we're all choosing to fill our time with different things based on our kids, our careers, our relationships, whatever the case may be, right? And so our days look very different, but really when you break it down to the basics, we all have the same amount of time every single day, every single week. And so it just comes down to you owning your role as being the master of your time. Key shift number two is the reason that you feel like you need more time is because you aren't really sure what you're supposed to be doing. Now, this is mainly related to your business. So when you sit down to work or as you work throughout the day in the cracks of your day, 
you're doing all these things that you think you should be doing or that you see other people do. But really, if we broke it down and I asked you on Friday how your week went, if you accomplished everything you were trying to, most of you would say, I'm not really sure. I did a bunch of things, but I don't really know if I moved the needle in my business. I'm not really sure. So like I said, so two things, these are so closely tied together, but number one, you've got to be a master of your time. And number two, honestly, you probably don't need more time. You really need to figure out what it is you're actually supposed to be doing. So with that being said, let's move into three ways to become the master of your time. Do you have a dream of taking your photography business full-time? Maybe you haven't ever said it out loud, but you can't wait for the day when you can ditch your nine to five or show your husband just how much your photography business is bringing in. You want your work to fit into your life, not your life to be overrun by your business. If only you could be in charge of your calendar and control how you spend your time. Going full-time in your photography business can absolutely be a reality. You just need some direction and guidance to make it happen. Join me for a free masterclass on Thursday, November 17th, 2022. I'm going to share with you five steps to go full-time in your photography business in 2023. Save your seat. Head to brookjefferson.com slash masterclass. So number one, it starts with knowing what is important to you in this season and also learning the word no. This is something that I was terrible at for a very long time. I have that personality where I want to do anything and everything for everyone. And I typically leave myself last, which is why when I hit burnout, I hit it hard. And before I would just pile everything on my calendar because I thought that it was great that I was so busy that I had so much to do. And I didn't want to just have white space on my calendar because if I didn't have something scheduled, and this is why this sounds so basic, but it goes so deep and it literally is therapy. And you're going to, I mean, you'll see that here in just a second, but here's the thing. Looking back, and even sometimes now, like, let's just be really, really honest. When I don't have things scheduled on my calendar and I see all this white space, I don't know what to do with it. And it goes to the depths of my soul because for me, I'm like, I don't really know what I enjoy doing. I don't really know what to do outside of work. And this isn't so much in this season. This was a few years ago and I'm getting a lot better and it's definitely been a work in progress. But if you're like me, you're feeling this in the depths of your soul. You know what I'm talking about. Even if I told you, hey, I'm just going to hand over a dream business to you, but you're only going to work three days a week. That means you have four days to just figure out how to live life and enjoy it, you would panic a little bit because you're like, I don't know what that, I I don't know what that means. I don't really know myself well enough to know what I would fill it with. Okay. So that's an example of why, 
why I never saw any white space, any free time. And I would say things like, man, like it would be nice to have a day to myself, but then I, I wouldn't know how to spend that day. So it starts with knowing what's important to you in this season. You've got to know yourself. You've got to know what you enjoy. But then also you've got to look at your family. Your family has a lot going on. And the older your kids get, the busier it seems like your life gets. But you can still manage that time. So I'm going to give you tangible examples in my family right now. Okay. So in this season, if I was to journal out or write on a piece of paper where I could see it every single day, the things that are really important to me in this season of my life is my husband. Okay. So my marriage, I'm going to have to prioritize that. My children. So we're going to have to prioritize family time. I'm also going to prioritize friendships and in-person relationships. And so to do that, instead of sitting around waiting for someone to like fall into my neighborhood and just become my best friend for life, I actually decided to create a post on Facebook asking my local people if anyone was interested in doing a Bible study or a book club. And I'm literally making sure that those connections happen. I feel so heavy in my heart that this is a season after the years we've gone now of isolation and having to separate ourselves. It is so important to get in person with friendships or family or whatever that looks like. And so those are the top three priorities for me. Now, I didn't say faith, but guys, that's a daily thing. Of course, faith is always going to be number one. But aside from that, these are my three priorities, marriage, my children, and friendships. And I know you're probably like, well, how is that different from any other season? Okay, well, there are certain seasons like during the summer, the kids were actually our number one priority because they were involved in so many things. We were constantly going on like mini trips or, you know, staying at the baseball and softball fields, like it was ridiculous. And there was little time for friendships. So when I'm in a busier season with my children or with business, it's a lot harder for me to stay on track with friendships. And so all of this to just paint a picture for you, what is important to you in this season? There's got to be things right now, if you're overwhelmed, And see, I don't feel overwhelmed right now because I have become a master of my time. I'm a master of my calendar and you got to be the same way. So for some of you, you're trying to either take on way too much business and it's overriding everything else in your life, or you're giving your time to like six or seven different places and different avenues. And in this season, it's probably time to say goodbye to at least two or three of those things and revisit them at another time. So this is going to require you to really look at your life, figure out what are our priorities, and then you have to learn to say no. You have to have it. As much as you don't want to cut things out, you need to or you're going to keep feeling like, man, I have no time to commit to my business or to commit to my marriage or to commit to whatever it is that you are focused on, okay? So that's number one, figure out your priorities in this season and cut some stuff out and say no to the opportunities that come up and get comfortable with saying, not in this season, but thank you so much, okay? All right, number two, 
This one is another paper exercise, but I'm telling you it works. This is where it all started for me. Someone told me to write out my, I think it was a my ideal week, like how I would spend from Monday to Sunday. What would that look like? But for you, we're going to start with just one day, okay? Let's keep it simple. Let's do one day. So I want you to write out your ideal day. And let's not let's not look at a weekend. Let's look at a weekday, okay? So what does your ideal day look like? And how would you spend your time? So just get crazy with this. Pick a Monday, pick a Tuesday, pick a Friday. Whatever day of the week you want to, start with one. If you truly got to pick what that day was filled with, write it out and show me what it would be filled with, right? So write it on your paper and just just have fun with it. What time would you wake up? What is the first thing that you would do in the morning? Are you headed out to a nine to five job or are you running your own business? Then where are your children? Are you homeschooling them or are they going to public or private school somewhere? What does that look like? If your kids are young, but you still want to work, are you having a nanny or some type of person come help you? Are you taking them to daycare? What are you doing in your business? If you were able to have to literally work, how many hours a day would you want to work? Would you want to just do like a two hour time block and then be done for the day? Are you taking walks in the morning? Are you going to the gym at any point in time in your day? Are you connecting with people, your friends, your husband? What does that look like? What does dinner time look like? All the way from the time you open your eyes in the morning to the time you go to bed, write out your ideal day. And if you want to, then do the whole week. Now keep that with you, post it somewhere where you're gonna be able to see it. And what you're gonna do now is you're gonna start mimicking your calendar to match it. Now, when I first did this exercise, I had to wait a long time before I could actually start mimicking this to my calendar. So like I said, I was packing my calendar full of all these things that I had to do. I mean, just so many things. It could be kids events, my husband's stuff, but really I remember it being a lot of sessions. I remember being tired (laughs) and wanting a day off so bad. So, and I remember looking on my calendar and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like two or three months in advance. So it's going to be like month four before I can even mimic this. But here's the thing. No matter what your calendar looks like, whether you get to start mimicking it next week or five months from now, get it on your calendar. Figure out right now what you're saying no to, what your boundaries are, and what's important to you in this season. Okay. So write out that ideal day. Feel free to do it for a whole week, and then literally start mimicking your actual calendar to match it. And finally, number three, this is the practical one, work in time blocks as much as you can. So all a time block is, is it's not saying, okay, I have to be editing photos at my desk at this exact time. Not necessarily. What a time block is, is knowing like, okay, when I first get up in the morning, regardless if it's at 5 a.m. or 8 a.m., When I first get up, I know that this is what that time block looks like. That's what that routine looks like. And so it's just blocking it off in your calendar before I even open my laptop, before I even (laughs) say hello to my kids. This is what's going to happen first. And you're just blocking it off. 
And then the next block would be, okay, when, when I do work, and you could probably say, I know I'm going to work after lunch, don't know the exact time, but I know I'm also going to cut it off two hours later, then you would have a two hour time block to work on whatever it is that you're needing to work on for that day. So that's all it is. It's just little colors. If you were looking at my calendar, you would see little colors of blocks of time for what I have going on in my day. That's it. And the reason this works is because when you go into your day and you have zero plan, it's okay if you want to wing it. That's why time blocks work. You can wing it and you can rearrange your time blocks as long as you get everything in it done that you want it to. But the reason that going into your day, not having a plan is because you are having to utilize so much of your brain energy. And I don't know if y'all know this, but your brain literally has a limit on how many, I think it's calories it can burn in a day. And once it's done, like once you, you've you run out, that's when you guys start feeling like it's time for a nap or, oh my gosh, like I, my head is spinning, like things like that. It's because you've literally used up all your stuff and the more, or all your calories, I think. So picture this, because this was me. I remember I had my three-year-old at home, my newborn in my lap, and I'm sitting here trying to edit sessions on top of take care of them. And it's like every every single time I would focus and I would get in the flow, something else would interrupt me. So it was just like interruptions all the time. That is so hard. That is so hard on you. That is so hard on your brain. And so I just invite you to not do it that way. Don't try to multitask. Now, it's different if you're like, okay, I'm gonna go start a load of laundry, run my dishwasher, and then I'm going to get my laptop, sit on my couch, and I'm going to have my butt on the couch for the next hour, for one hour, and I'm going to get as much done as I possibly can. So maybe it's editing, maybe it's scheduling sessions, maybe it is double checking contracts and invoices. I don't know what that looks like for you, but for one hour, you're not going to get up from where you're sitting and you're going to complete, and that's going to be a one hour work block for you. It's going to work so much better because your brain is going to be able to get that task done. Your housework is getting done on its automatic machines. And then when that hour's up, you can get up, you can stretch, you can walk around, you can go switch over the load of laundry, whatever that is. That's a much better way to do it than trying to multitask. And for those of you that have children and you heard that and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so not practical guys it really really is but here's the thing as women i know there's some men listening to this so shout out to you but for us women we have a very 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 hard time asking for help and we like to make excuses before we've even asked for help about why we shouldn't ask for help so i understand that this is not feasible for everyone but i promise you no matter what your situation is i have coached so many photographers that all have different home lives. So from single moms to moms who their husbands are deployed to people that are in a household where their husband does come home every evening. And every single situation, there is someone that can help with their kids. It might be a neighbor. It might be the 12-year-old babysitter down the street that can come over to your house while you're still there, but their job is to tend to your children. It could be daycare. It could be a grandparent. It could be your husband. And your husband's not babysitting. Your husband is taking care of his children because that is what you do as parents. 
So with that being said, do not count yourself out of this because I'm talking to you and this can be done. So for those of you that are like, I'm always with my kids, they're never not with me. There is a solution and I'm asking you to go get uncomfortable and go ask somebody for help. Go ask somebody to help you because there is help out there for you. And I am saying this from the person who is Miss Independent, okay? All right, so let's just recap what we've talked about. There's so much more that I wanna say about having more time. And we're gonna touch on this in an upcoming masterclass. So keep your eyes peeled for next week's episode where I'm going to announce how to sign up for our upcoming masterclass all about how to go full-time in your photography business. But for now, go put a star on November 17th in your calendar. And let's recap what we've talked about. So there were two key mind shifts, right? Shifts to your mindset that I wanted you to make today. So instead of saying, I wish I had more time, I want you to become a master of your time. Number two, it's not that you actually need more time. It's that you're probably really not sure what you're supposed to be doing in your business. So here are three practical ways to become a master of your time. Number one, know what's important to you in this season. Write down those priorities and learn to say no. Number two, write out your ideal day or week and how you're going to spend your time and then start mimicking your calendar to match that. Number three, work in time blocks as much as you can and don't be afraid to ask for help. All right, that's a lot to chew on. So at least take one of those things and do it as your action step, as your homework. Listening to a podcast is great and it's fun, but I really want you to put this into action. And then I have one more ask. If you are loving these new episodes that have been airing over the past month or two, I really want to invite you to leave the podcast a review. This helps the show get shown to more photographers and it allows me to be able to read your words and see what are you liking? What can I do more episodes on? So don't be afraid to say that either in the review. Thank you guys so much for being such faithful and loyal listeners of the podcast. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.